You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Leil Shabbat, or Leil Shabbos, Leil Yom Tov. So, now, of course, the next time this is going to happen is not going to be relevant, <laughs> because Yom Tov, of course, has already passed. We're not going to be counting on the night of Shuot. But let's say on a Shabbos night, or let's say when you're talking about the uh, second days of Pesach, Mivarachim, Vesofrim, the Shulchan Aruch says, when does the brach happen? In other words, on a Friday night, when does the brach happen? Achar Kiddush Pesach Knesses. Now, the assumption is, is that the Menhage Yisrael of making Kiddush Pesach Knesses was still uh, the norm at this time. And therefore, the question was, well, what should we do? When should we do Sphira? So even though there might have been an attitude, as we saw, it should be right after Marev, right? Um, maybe it should be, as we were talking before Aleinu, after Aleinu, um, and we saw there was a discussion about how early it needs to be, but there's a special consideration on Friday night to do Kiddush first. Achar Kiddush Now, if you, you might remember that when we started learning these laws of Sphira, I mentioned to you uh, a machlokas, achronim, whether the ideas of Tadr v'she'eno Tadr are applicable to Sphira Sa'imer because of why Sphiris Omer needs to be counted immediately because it, in order to get the Din Tamimus, so the regular uh, aspects of, of Tadr might not apply. In other words, the, the, it's inherent in the mitzvah of Sphiris Omer that it should be done early. So therefore, the idea of placing something in front of it doesn't count. However, it sounds here from the Shulchan Aruch that Kiddush should come before Sphira for a reason. Let's see what the reason is. Says the Mishabura in Sif Koton Lametes, Shekol Mashanucha Lahaktim, Kedusha Sayom, Yeshua Lahaktim. A special idea of showing covered to a holy day. Even though it's true, maybe we should do Sphere right away, but we also want to bring in the Kedusha of the day. And therefore, we do Kiddush in the Shul first. Even though we've already, which is interesting because we've already said the Kiddush in davening, so to speak. We've already mentioned uh, how holy Shabbos is. We've already been Makabal Shabbos. Still, this is somehow a greater aspect of the Kiddush Sayom. It's, it's, it's an icing on the cake. And therefore, we want you to do that first. Yeshuan Lahaktim. Now, let's say you're going home. Now, if you go home, in Yispor Bebeso, Yispor Kodim Kiddush. Of course. Why? Well, for one reason is, is because you can't eat before Sphira. Which means, according to Shulchan Aruch, again, if you get home late, according to Mishra Burm, say when you get home late, then what you need to do is uh, do Sphira first before Kiddush. In other words, you could say, I'll make Kiddush and, we'll, and now we're going to uh, do Sphira and wash. Now, that's not good. You want to have takeoff to the Kiddush, and then the meal. So therefore, um, this, if when the sphere occurs, it should happen before Kiddush. Okay, so that is the idea of, 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 of emphasizing the Kiddush Hayom. Now, let's take a look now on Saturday night. What do you do? 
on Saturday night, over Motzei Shabbos, over Yom Tov, Kodem Abdullah. Then the Sphira is actually done earlier, before the Abdullah, Acher Kaddish Tiskabel, before, uh, after the Tiskabel Kaddish, meaning uh, the, the, the Shulchan Aruch knows that there's a Chatzik Kaddish that's said right afterwards. Um, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you do um, you do uh, Vinoam and Atakadosh, and after you do Vinoam and Atakadosh, then you do a Kaddish Tiskabel. Then you should count uh, the, you should then count the Sphira before Havdola. Why? Even though, again, so this shows you again, it's not about Tadir. Because if you would be using Tadir, you might say Havdola is more Tadir. Right? So obviously the ideas of Tadir aren't in play here. So why is it that you uh, do it before Havdola? The Afuka Yoma Machrinan Komadevsha. It's really the, it's the flip side of the other Svara. In other words, the same way when it comes to the Kedusha Sayom, we want to emphasize, we want to bring in the Kedusha first. That's such an important principle for us. When it comes to Shabbos leaving, we want, in a way, to extend Shabbos. So even though we've davened the Tfilas Chol, but the Havdolah, which is the official end, we want to push uh, as much as we can. Now here again, this is uh, relevant to Halacha Sifkat Memalfa and Elizabeth Halacha. That's the end of davening. The Kaddish Kama, we know, is only, doesn't end anything. It just leads in to the Behinoam. You should say after Sphira. Now, again, I usually don't daven upstairs uh, <laughs> on Mitzvah Shabbos when they say, um, you, you can tell me, Michael, uh, that's, that's probably what they do, right? They, they count Sphira and then they say, Right? I think so. Um, no, that's what they do in prayers. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do that in Elizabeth. Wow. No, they, 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 they do sphere later. Interesting. Interesting. Because look, 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 he brings here some nice Myrmachimus for that. Maybe that was the older of Titus Minnick, but take a look. Chok Yaakov, Rabba, Primagodim. There is one sheet, I guess, the Chok Yosef, which I didn't look up. Maybe that's what they're so mechon, but it seems clear. I mean, look in the Mishnah Bura. Look, I know yeah. the Minig Elizabeth doesn't always align with the uh, with the, with the Mishnah Bura. I mean, Rabbi Tites makes makes a big point of that. That uh, that don't you know? We have our own minhagim. Don't bring the Mishnah Bura right. into our into our base medrash. We have the minhagim of the town. But anyway, interesting. The Mishnah Bura is pretty pretty firm about that. <laughs> okay, next. All right. So now we see the, the we see what principles are involved. Sphira, as important as it is, as important as Tamimus is, but there's also a secondary important thing. There's another important issue, which is to emphasize we're bringing in Shabbos. We're letting, we want Shabbos to last longer. That, that's an idea that's important that we want the Tzibur to understand. And that's the reason why the Sphira will happen before or after. Now, what about Keshachal Yom Tov Acharon Shell? What about, let's say, um, the eighth day of Pesach will be when? Shell, right? The eighth day of Pesach is going to be when? Bimot Shabbos. So in other words, um, 
the seventh day of Pesach is Shabbos. The eighth day of Pesach will be Sunday night, will be Saturday night, Sunday. So now you sort of have a little bit of a question. Why? Because there's a Kiddush and Abdullah. So on one hand, oh, it's Kedusha Siyantif. So maybe I should do Sphira when? After the Kedusha. On the other hand, I have Abdullah here. So Abdullah, I want to do Sphira before Abdullah. But, but this is like a, a, a being that has Kiddush and Abdullah in one shot. So the Eitzah here is Yeshua's Parkadim Shemavarachan Alakos Bibbeis Haknesses. Here, we're going to do Sphira before Kiddush. Before, uh, this was the assumption was that on, uh, that they not only made Kiddush on uh, Yontif, on Shabbos night, they made a Kiddush on Yontif night and Shul as well. So therefore, um, in a sense, since the Kiddush in Shul includes a Havdalah, so therefore we're going to do the Sphira beforehand. We're not going to do the Sphira afterwards. Now, and as he says here, even though there's Kedushas Yontif, right? What about the Kedushas Yontif? Don't you want to bring in the Kedushas Yontif before the Sphira? <laughs> We'd rather sort of like extend by not saying Havdalah, the Kedush of Shabbos, than to emphasize that we want to bring in Yontif first before the Sphira. Now, the Taz has a little bit of a criticism on the Shulchan Aruch here. Because the Taz says, why the Mechaber wrote it in a way that it was about the second day of Pesach. The truth is, the Taz says, this is not the only time you would do Sphira first. The same thing would be true on a weekday. On, let's say the first, let's say the the second night of of Pesach is on a weekday. You would still do Sphira before your Kiddush and Shul. Why? Because it's one thing um, if it would be the first night of, of, of the seventh. In other words, the first night of Shri Shul Pesach, the real one, so to speak. There, you're going to say the Kiddush and Shul before Sphira because you're emphasizing there's a Kiddushas Yontif. That makes sense. But the second night, the eighth day of Pesach, is a Darabonan. And therefore, by it's, it, it makes more sense to actually to actually do what? <laughs> Even though there's no Havdalah in it, but it makes sense to, to make the Kiddush later because your Kiddush on Yom Tevsheni is a is, is is a de facto extension of the kedusha of Yom Tefrisha. Shehu Torah. So it's sort of like true. You're not making havdalah between day seven and eight, but your kiddush between day seven and eight is sort of like a demarcation between the kedusha of day seven and day eight. So the same way you want to keep Shabbos as long as you can. The same thing is true here. You want to keep the seventh day as long as you can. So, therefore, you should you should count Sphira first before you bring in the Kedusha of this Tarabonan Kedusha. Because Sphira is Minat Torah, possibly. There's some Achlokas about it. There's some sheet, but nobody holds Yontav Shani as Midaraisa. 
So therefore, Sphira should, should, should be primary, whether it's Tadir, whether it's about how significant the mitzvah is. So that's because it's clear from the Shulchan Aruch, it's only when it's a Shabbos Yontif mix that you're going to do the Sphira first. Whereas the Taz says, even if it's not a Shabbos Yontif mix, the Achronim disagree, and they feel that you don't want to make a difference in Yontif Rish and Yontif Shani. You don't want to give a, a clear message that Yontif, as, as the Mishnah Burr says, to lo lacy lezulze be Yontif Shani. Even though the Taz says it's very logical, uh, still we don't paskin like the Taz in this case. Okay. I, I want to now start a very important thing. We're sort of finished with the laws of Sphira. And this is, well, not the laws of what you do during the Sphira, but uh, the laws of, of, of how you're supposed to be counting the Omer. But this is connected to it. There's an Isur, and it would seem the Shulchan Aruch is paskening an Isur Daraisa to eat Chodosh bizmanazeh. Bein Lechem, Ben Koli, Ben Carmel. Doesn't make a difference if it's a uh, if it's a complete bread. Doesn't make a difference if it's just popped wheat. If it's if it's actually wetter wheat and fresher caramel that you just uh, that, that it's that it's that it's rach that it isn't necessarily popped. It's like straight from the bushel, straight from the from the vine, or so to speak, say from the stalk. You cannot eat any of that. Ad tchivas leil yudches benisan. Now, that seems clear that we're not talking about uh, Eretz Yisrael. Because the next words he says, Ube Eretz Yisrael, which means the Machaber holds that even in Chutzloretz, there is an Isser to eat Chodosh. You have to eat Yoshon. Uh, it's only, and, and even now, you've got to be careful about the grains you eat as we're going to see in the Mishnah Bura, because they might have only started to get, take root after Pesach, after the second day of Pesach, and therefore they are na- they were not allowed by what happened, you know, the, the day, the second day of Pesach, which is the heter of Yashon, the heter of Chodosh wouldn't apply. So you've got to be very careful about this, according to the Machaber. Now, let me just now emphasize, what is this business till the 18th of Nisan? So once again, let's think about this. The first day of Nisan is the 15th. The second day, which we call the second day of, of Pesach, is the 16th. Well, that's the day when they brought the Omer and the Beis HaMikdosh. And when there's no Beis HaMikdosh, the day, you have to, the day itself is Matir, and we wait till that day is over. So really, it should be the night of the 17th. But since we treat Yom Tevsheni as if it's Yom Tevrishon, so we, in a sense, will not eat uh, any of the Chodosh until the beginning of Chalamoyed. It's got to be Leil Yudches. Leil Yudches would be actually one day into Chalamoyed. Because you have to assume, you have to be Machmer as if the second day of Pesach is the first day of Pesach. And if it's the first day of Pesach, then the day they were to bring the Omer would be the day after that, which would be what we know on our calendar is really the 17th because we're, we're Bikiyim, right? So you have to wait for that day. But if they wait for three whole days of Pesach to be over, 
So it's actually the beginning of the second day of Chalamoyed that you'd be able to eat Chodosh. All right, now that's definitely only a midrabona, <laughs> uh, but the but the but but still, it's an iser daraisa that we are knowing to extend into the until the, the until uh, the third day until the third day of Pesach is over. Eretz Yisrael, you can in Eretz Yisrael, you can start it already when on the beginning of the third day. So this is a simon in Shulchan Aruch. A sif in Shulchan Aruch that's here and in Yeridea that Lachara we need to talk about. And now, is this true? Um, now, I grew up in a town uh, that the bakery was not uh, Yoshan. Here in um, Elizabeth, they bring in all their bread from other places. Um, but for many, many years in America, uh, people were not machmir on this Isra. And let's take a look maybe why. Anything that took root after the second day of Pesach is called Chodosh. The Omer didn't count for that. So pure winter wheat that already was in the ground and it was it took root, then the second day of Pesach takes care of that. Now, Chodesh is only the Chamishas Haminim, and we know what they are, so it doesn't apply to stuff which is not the Chamishas Haminim. That might be a Kula, again, for those that, that think oats, and it's, it's probably true that oats is not really Shibola Shul, so there might be a Heter not to be worried about your Cheerios or stuff that you're getting out of oats. Well, let's take a look. Why? And what's the end of the passage? That's everywhere. That means even what? Even, first of all, it says, uh, I'm not sure where the word chok is, but you have to wait till the second day of Pesach. From Sveka the Yoma, you have to add another day. Now, so if that's true, what's going on? Why is it the people are not machmir and chodesh? So the Mishabur gives us a little history. Or at least the halachic history. The Ramah starts it off with a heter. Now we've had svek svek a lot in this simon, but this is a very different type of svek svek. You'll see why. Here you are in Europe, and you have wheat, so you're not sure. You're not sure when the wheat is coming from. So choda you could say, I don't know where this wheat is. The guy's not honest with me. The guy's not telling me. He's not sure. He's just a middleman. He's not sure when this wheat was from. You think about it, that it sounds like a very paltry svexvega. Because it's basically one suffix. Is this usher wheat or at all? Is this wheat that's still considered chodosh uh, and that the Omer, whatever happened on the second day of Pesach, whether it was the day or the Hakrova, was it matter this or not? 
but you sort of like, it's an artificial Svexveka. Maybe it's from last year. That's definitely old. And even if it's from this year, it might be from pre, right? It did take root before in the winter, and therefore it happened on the second day of Pesach is moderate. To me, that's really one suffix. But that's what the Ramah says. It's called a Svexveka. Now, Huadin, what's another heter? Uh, according to the Ramah, Right? It could be that you know the stuff comes from some faraway place. So you're allowed, even though they're not grown around, you're allowed to use Svexveka. So the Achronim, even though the Ramah writes that, says the Bedinas Pailin ain't Only wheat and shifon which I believe is uh, spelt, right? I think so. Uh, I don't know, right? So only wheat and spelt. Why? Because wheat and spelt, those, most of them, ruba de ruba, are planted in cheshven. Okay. And since they're planted in cheshven, so they're old. By the time Pesach comes, that took care of it. And therefore, you know that uh, um, you can be mako on the wheat because most of the time the wheat in Poland was uh, available. It was planted late enough or, or early enough in the winter that you don't have to worry. But when it comes to barley, when it comes to oats and rye, ruban ukemat kulam nizroyan achara pesach. Most of them are only planted after pesach. They're planted after pesach. So let's say you, it's sukkah's time. And, and you're getting this stuff and you're eating barley or whatever it is, or oats, that's probably Yosh And in Poland, they don't bring stuff from other places. So you could say, I'm ignorant and maybe who knows how old it is. It all comes from this area. So in Poland, all the stuff was growing in the area itself. So we, we did our research and we found out that it's only when it comes to the wheat that we can be mako. But the other stuff is a problem. And of course, one of the things that uh, was made from barley was beer. <laughs> so there, but the Mishnah verse is, Ein So you can't be mako when it comes to barley. Cholent. <laughs> wow. Mr. Burr was writing that even in his time that most people are not machmer at all with Yisrael Chodesh. Some want to be give, want to be meiko. Uh, he doesn't even tell you who they are. Some achronim. doesn't even tell you who they are. It's just so difficult. Why? Because they need their beer. They need their barley. So, so they're, what do they do? So where does this come from? The Chodesh, you have such a, you know, the Machaber says it's Osir B'chutz Loretz. And yet there's some Rishonim that hold that Chodesh in Chutz Loretz is only Midrabonim. So remember when I was telling you uh, a couple of nights ago, about Sfira Saomer, fundamental machlokes about Sfira Saomer, whether it can be done during the day or not, that it's a machlokes in Mishnayis, Menachos, and Megillah. There's also a similar machlokes between 
the Mishnah Mesechtas Orla and the Mishnah Mesechtas Kedusha. And there's two Mishnayas that are associated to each other, whether the Isra Chodesh is noeg only in Eretz Yisrael or is also noeg in Chutzlarts. So even though most Rishonim Paskin like the Mishnah in Orla, that it's noeg in Chutzlarts as well, there is an opinion from the Mishnah and Kedushan that it's only Noeg in Eretz Yisrael. And some Rishon and Paskin that way. And the whole Chumr of Chutzlart is only Medivrei Sofrim. Shegazrim Shem Eretz Yisrael v'gazrim HaMakom HaSamuch Eretz Yisrael k'gom Yitzrayim u'bavel. So even though the Gemara speaks about keeping Chodesh outside of Eretz Yisrael, it was only places that were directly contiguous just right in the border near Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, we can paskin like those Rishonim, since we need to. Even though they don't represent Rov Rishonim, and I guess if you learn the Gemara properly, it seems like we hold like the Mishnah and Orla, at least in terms of the way the Gemara develops it, but we need to find the Heter, and since there are Rishonim that go that way, that's the Heter. Another Heter. That even though we paskin like the Mishnah and Orla, that it's no way even in in, in Chutzlaretz, Shasovram Shachodashenu no way Elabetua Shal Yisrael. Just like we we were learning in Masech Tzpeya, that's got to be Rishus Tigonecha. So who I did when it comes to Chodosh, it's only where it's it's grain grown by a Jew, but most of the grain that they were buying and the beer and stuff that they were getting was from non-Jews. So even though the, you might hold, like the Mishnah Norla, that it's no egg in Chutzlarts, but only when it, go, it comes from Jewish growth. But if that's true, you want to be somech on that second heter, Tzorach Lachazir, that there are Jews that are lucky enough to have their own uh, stuff growing, that they should have an Isra Chodesh on that. He says, even though I can't stop this from happening, I'm really upset about it. People should not be so on these heterim. Even though everyone around you is drinking beer and everything, it's it's wrong. And he gives you the he gives you the he's going to give you a list in the Baraloch, I believe. But he says even the Vilna Gaon was machmir, and therefore no matter what it is, it's an Easter daraisa. Um. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.